it's Sometimes for fun. You put like twenty bucks, you know, that's fine. Twenty bucks, that's fine. That's it. That's you're true. Done. Yeah, you, you, you don't. You don't play anymore. But Welcome to episode one nineteen. This episode two, we'll see we talk about British man rants about ranting. What did twenty nineteen give us? And hashtag baby watch twenty twenty is in full effect. I'm Al Flores. Now I'm Anton Duel. Don't raise your eyebrow at me. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna close this window here, and I hope it. Play. I hope this is still streaming. If I close this, uh, I can confirm that if you. Need okay, to. I, I just um, closed it, so hopefully right. it's running. I think it should be running still because I mean it's um it still has a green thing here, and it says that you know we're already one minute through streaming already. So, um, can you confirm? Uh, live streaming right now. Mm. cool yep yeah. live now youtube is uh trying to be more mainstream this time and they're trying to make sure that all all the videos that are being uploaded onto youtube is content for adults or kids they need to know so that's yeah. why they have to change the platform a little bit just to make sure that they're not getting emails all the time about parents complaining well because i can see them uploading videos but yes. streaming is a little bit different Yes, it um, is. Yeah. Because, I mean, a- anything can happen live. Also, I'm, <laughs> as I'm looking at our channel right now, all of our mm-hmm. shop previews, there's none that we both look good in. It's either yeah. one or the other, or we both look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube does a very terrible job <laughs> of doing and that. One, and the, in our current one, you look mm-hmm. serious, and I look... <laughs> <laughs> For our viewers right. who are listening to the podcast instead, um, yeah, Alan is doing some really funny faces on here. I do that sometimes. I forget mm-hmm. to, I, I forget that we have audio listeners sometimes. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so going back to our headlines here, uh, I yep. put hashtag uh, babywatch2020 in full effect because we are in the last couple, well, not last couple months, but I mean, we're nearing your the birth of your your future baby. Oh, I yeah. mean, real. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what is that, a, a May due date? Yeah, it is a May due date. So to put it in podcasting context, in our current format, that's about 10 to 15 episodes, Anton. I know it's very short <laughs> and i mean you know we, we took a really long break just to put it out there um yeah we've been really busy especially me I, I i've been traveling quite a bit and uh yeah just doing so much preparations and stuff like that over the holidays um even when you were taking uh, a couple of weeks off from work uh it seems like you were busy too yeah, I mean, I was taking the time to also update some of our behind-the-scenes stuff, mm-hmm. um, trying to plan ahead for the new year. Uh, a lot of boring stuff that I don't think people want to... What was it called? A lot of inside baseball, as, yeah. as some people say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, new year, new uh, new goals we want to set for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, during the holiday, I've also been doing a lot of binging in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, a little news for me, I'm finally done my Invisalign treatment. So no more oh, nice. trades for me except for my retainer. And All right, can you give a little it. smile for uh, people who are watching? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, what, held, uh, what held you off of doing it and why did you do it? <sighs> it it's, it's that thing about like, well, am I too old for braces at this time or whatever? And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they they improved my dental plan at work and they covered Invisalign. And I guess it, it, from what I've been able to find out is Invisalign started getting covered by a lot of dental companies mm-hmm. uh, somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so it, I think it shows that Invisalign's working and it's cost effective. So a um, mm-hmm. lot of a lot of insurance companies are covering it now. So oh, I finally just did it. Yeah, I finally just did it. Also, I kind of hesitate on getting traditional braces because I remember the headaches you had. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing like us going out to eat and then going, oh, shoot, a wire's cutting my cheek. <laughs> Dude, I, I still have scars on the side of my cheeks. I, I yeah, can still so, feel them. Yep, yeah, so, still there. Yeah, I mean, That's Amazon has bad. its own... Invisalign has its own restrictions, but at least uh, I didn't get any like random wires jabbing into me, so I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you didn't get to do all that cool stuff like having glow in the dark uh, braces and stuff like that. So no, I mean, but do... I did. Yeah, I did ahead. have to wear rubber bands the last month or so. <laughs> really? Did yeah. you do that with the Invisaligns? Apparently, they can. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I I switched orthodontist the last two months because uh, my my older orthodontist he had an emergency leave of absence, oh, so they had to call okay. in a new one, and she was like, uh, like you're almost done, but I want to fix your bite a little bit, so I'm going to mm-hmm. have to ask you to wear rubber bands. I'm like, what? That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how does that work? Do do they put something onto the Invisalign or did they no uh, put something on your teeth? No, so really, it's kind of a, uh, it's it's as if they took the the tray and mm-hmm. just etched a little loop into it, mm-hmm. and you just hooked the rubber bands around it. Oh, that's really cool. So yeah. you have your mouth pretty much closed the whole time because it's trying to clamp it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so happy mm-hmm. I had to do it for a month um, mm-hmm. because that first morning after wearing them, I forgot. I tried to yawn. I was like. <laughs> what's going on wow. yeah yeah i know how that feels <laughs> uh but all yeah, right that's, so it's uh, done. yeah 18 months later i'm done <laughs> <laughs> so how was i mean did you get any cool presents uh during the christmas week i got this little nifty thing for my girlfriend oh nice so you're part of the club now <laughs> yes uh well ch- hydro flask uh some clothing my brother got me this cool collectible um oh, what nice but does your is yours officially the 2oc water bottle oh man i need to get one of those stickers <laughs> i should go onto that 2oc website <laughs> right if only it was accessible uh yeah. oh my brother got me this cool collectible uh superman um like commemorative uh statue and uh, mm-hmm. a replica of the uh the first uh, uh action comics uh issue of superman nice yeah that's really cool yeah so yeah the only the only negative thing is it's a big ass box for a figure and a comic book so (laughs) i'm trying to figure out how to store it and like where i can see it but also uh not take up a lot of space yeah um other than that i'm trying to think through my head right now i I mean i got that gears of war 5 game that i showed you earlier i still haven't cracked that one open Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get Pokemon, but I haven't because no time for video games. I mean, even even yeah. when during our break, we only played what once, twice. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Uh, and yeah. I wanted to play a lot too, but uh, I just same. didn't get a chance. Same. Yeah, same. How about you? For me, uh, this Christmas, I got a lot of stuff for my kid. So <laughs> a lot of baby stuff. Um, and yeah, I I don't really have a whole lot for myself this time around, which is which is fine, you know. I understand. I'm 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 an adult. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I will say this is this is uh, officially me and my girlfriend's first uh, Christmas together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we bounced around both families, and it was a success. We we managed to 
spend time with my family and then go visit her family. Wow. And uh, we didn't feel rushed. We were really surprised by that. That's good. Yeah. So it worked out. A lot of people do it like where uh, on New Year's, I mean, sorry, uh, Christmas Eve is when they do it. And then Mm -hmm. other people do Christmas Day. Yeah. Is that how you guys split it up or did you guys do it on the same day, but then like different times? So, um, uh, this is one thing that me and my girlfriend kind of realized is like, we wish we were each dating white people so we can celebrate Christmas Eve with our Mexican family and Christmas Day with our white family. Uh, <laughs> but since we're both Mexican, we had a split yeah. Christmas Eve. But the good thing is Christmas Day was um, just for us. So we got mm, to take it easy nice. and sleep and stuff like yeah, that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I got my girlfriend hooked on The Office mm-hmm. uh, on Netflix, but I'm sad because I really wanted to test her geekiness uh, because we we binged uh, we binged all the Star Wars movies. We we binged The Mandalorian, and I wanted to test her geekiness by making her watch Battlestar. But oh man, that's that's it's a no lot. <laughs> long, it's no longer on Netflix. No, and it's I, not. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's no way to stream it other than buying the the digital copies on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what did you and Julie do for for New Year's and Christmas? Uh, yeah. So we went to our uh, our cousins here, and uh, yeah, they just bought us a bunch of. Imagine like you know people who usually do the registries for getting their their baby shower or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, imagine that, but from one group of people, and it's just like they bought like almost more than half of the stuff on the list. So uh, I felt like uh, I did the list for nothing. Like I didn't even give it to anybody yet. So you, you get what I mean? Is the list was the list intended just for them, or was it no? Supposed it to be was for supposed a to be greater for group. like you know people that are going go to go to baby shower. But then okay, they okay. they ended up buying. Well, it's not they. It's just one person. I'm not going to name any names, um, but <laughs> yeah, they, that person just bought everything, almost everything, but I mean, it's good that there were still some stuff that we can probably put on the list for the baby shower and stuff, so. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but they were they were being helpful, but at the same time, they ruined the, the planning the part. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't think they understand, you know, the whole American tradition, how we have to do certain things a certain way yeah so i mean it it worked out okay because you know we're able to update the list so um other than that everything else was good um over the break i I was able to do something that i kind of missed doing you remember the times when we used to do um beer knots and i used to be behind the camera and then you know making sure that everything's good yeah, um, judge, judging my performance while you just sat behind the camera and yeah. said, "Be funnier." Like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <Speak> director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a little bit after the New Year's, um, I uh, went to Dallas um, and uh, I was working with some uh, some people that are trying to do a live stream on uh, Facebook. Okay. So uh, I had my laptop. I brought this camera right here. I also brought this mic um, and I did a two camera shoot to do okay. a live stream. And dude, it looks freaking legit. Like uh, I was really surprised on how, uh, how much I was able to get out of it and make it look le- legit because uh, we have a, a very famous host, famous uh-huh. Vietnamese host. She was hosting it 
And I felt like, you know, we were going so low budget, but we have a very high budget host. Um, uh, I was going to say, do you, uh, okay, so can you shout it out or say the name or is it still, well, it's a live stream, right? So oh, no, she, she sponsors um, a lot of uh, people. So, I mean, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. Her name is, uh, uh, they, they, okay, so the weird thing is Asian <laughs> cultures. Sometimes you yeah. say the last name first before you say the first name. Yes, I stumbled upon that with China. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, her last name is Wen. Uh-huh. Typical. Uh, Wen Cao is her dad's name. He is okay. uh, a very famous um, political person in Vietnam. Uh, and her name is Ge Ying, which is um, in, if you read it in English, it would just be K-Y, Ki. And then okay. Duyen, which is D-U-Y-E-N, but it's pronounced Ying. Okay. It's weird. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so um, uh, so it, her it, name is Wing Kao Ki Ying. So, I, I mean, you really just sent me a, a quick shot of the the, mm-hmm. the setup and the your what you're seeing from your computer. Mm-hmm. It looked like some sort of tutorial kind of thing? Uh, or was it, it looks more like a that? tutorial thing, but it's not. Um, it's basically... Well, in a way it is because we had a, a professional nail artist and they were working on her nails. So mm-hmm. while they were uh, doing that, they were trying to uh, celebrate the the Chinese New Year that's coming up. So this is a, a, a live stream that is also um, trying to celebrate the New Year's and also kind of edging towards that Chinese New Year. So she's okay. getting her nails ready uh, for the next couple of events that are coming up. Okay. Mm-hmm. um that's cool yeah no I, I saw that i was like wow anton's back at it again yeah dude, uh, it's so it's so cool like um i mean i'm switching between the cameras and i'm telling the camera guy what to do and i mean i wish i was able to do a lot more with the camera because there was yeah. a lot of shots i wanted that he doesn't know and he kept zooming in and cutting the head off and i keep telling uh, him to zoom out he- he yeah he imagine tried, he tried imagine, to di- di- yeah he tried like to do that. dynamic shooting instead of this, this this is his this is his close-up but it's that's not nice. even a close-up and this is his wide that's nice he keeps I, mean, it like I, this. I, I mean who doesn't want to see your the the base of your uh of your <laughs> mic stand uh, mic arm there <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah no that's bad uh yeah I, I mean to be fair before i started working with you that's probably how i would shoot uh <laughs> now now i know a little bit better about framing stuff that's mm-hmm. still still amateur but at least i can do a decent job yeah uh, at, at least not cut people's foreheads off i i don't think i was even supposed to do the live stream uh, it was kind of last minute like the day before i flew over there uh they they called and asked hey are you bringing your camera i'm like i'm bringing a small one like a handheld one why they're like oh we need you for a live stream and i was like Wow, I, I wish I could have known this earlier. I could have went to work and grabbed my other gear, which is my actual camera that I have there, um, and so, I, I would bring a lot more stuff. You know. So was it was this a paid gig or was this a big favor for somebody? Uh, it, it was more of a favor. Okay. But I mean, I I work with a company that works with another company, so okay. I mean, at the same time, I'm getting paid for what I'm doing over here, but also you know helping out. So cool. I mean, but- it's a win-win. Yeah, at the very least, your, your name might be tossed out there in case somebody wanted to call in another favor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. If I'm, I had time. Oh, my God. It's, right. It, it took like it's five fine. hours. It's fine. Julie can watch the baby for a few months by, or a few weeks by herself. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, Don. Uh, you want to just get into the news already? Yeah, let's get into the show. All right. Uh, just some quick news stories here. Uh, we really want to dive into the meat and potatoes of our of the episode this week oh, coming back from the really year good right now, dude. Meat and meat potatoes. And meat and potatoes. Just generic meat and some potatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, I'm just uh, gonna go to McDonald's and then order like a, a Big Mac and just take the lettuce off, take the buns off, and I would just eat the meat. And I'm just gonna put some fries on top, so it would just be mcdonald's patties and fries i i would just say that uh i, I would just say go to in and out get it get it a uh, protein stuff hey i don't oh, have in and out here hey you I know, know what i know you know what when i was in dallas i had in and out you didn't have whataburger <laughs> uh, I, no it's funny here's fu- here's a funny thing after in and out we went to whataburger and oh my god dude I, i'm gonna tell you this it has so much freaking mustard in there it is yes it does so yes, it does. much mustard that that was one of my observations is that they put as much mustard in there as I use in ke- uh, I use ketchup. <laughs> yeah, and and I have nothing against Texans, but man, uh, hands down, In and Out any day. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about over there with Whataburger. It's In and Out all the way. All right, back all to right. the show. All right. Uh, first story here, MCU, uh, Kevin Feige did a and a session at the New York Film Academy, uh, in which one of the people in the audience asked them, uh, about when they, when the MCU would, or if they had any plans about bringing more LGBTQ plus characters, uh, more specifically a transgender character. Uh, there was a lot of commotion, uh, in the audience between, the person asking the question and the people on the stage. Uh, so there's some confusion. Uh, the first couple of headlines that came out of this was that Kevin Feige confirmed uh, trans first transgender superhero coming soon uh, mm-hmm. in which uh, it was later quickly corrected, which I saw the video and I don't know how they made that mistake. Uh, Kevin Feige was just saying that there would be more LGBTQ representation in the MCU very soon, not mm-hmm. specifically transgender. Mm-hmm. um i think this goes back to people he- take people it out of context t- dude uh, especially media these days you don't have a specific place for the source and they and, should do more research and this <clears throat> even for our little social media i always watch the videos first before i post any like quotes yeah you need uh, proof dude yeah exactly that's <laughs> when i saw them like i i ain't looking at some article and you know believing everything that they're saying there i need the source yeah which i saw yeah. i was like and this is like Variety confirms I'm like, no shit, Variety. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next one here. Uh, Golden Globes, they happened last week at, or actually earlier this week, right? Yes. I remember. Earlier this week. It was Early- Sunday. Last okay. Sunday. There you go. That's why I kind of uh, ran through my week. Um, mm-hmm. And Ricky Gervais was hosting again, assuming for the last time. He was very vocal about that. It would be his last time hosting, uh, saying that he'd be too old <laughs> to host again. No, I think they'll want him to host again. They'll want I mean, it, it, dude, it, it's it's got a lot of viewers just because uh, people want to watch him roast other celebrities. But so. okay, yeah, and that's the thing. I really think he said that so that if people did get pissed off at his jokes or what he was saying this time around, there would be no uh fire him blah 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 just because it's it's allegedly his last time and if he doesn't if they don't bring him back he could just say well that was my last time if they bring him back yeah. he could say i wanted to do it again 
<laughs> uh, so the the thing that got the most social media attention here is his opening monologue, uh, where he asks winners not to use his, their acceptance speech to make a political statement. Uh, quote. If you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a platform to make a political speech. You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you have spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. Uh, so if you win tonight, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent, your God, and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love him for saying that because, I mean, it's so true. I mean, you know... Um, See, even a lot of the other celebrities who weren't there totally agrees with it, too. You know, like, uh, don't get too political with it because, you know, you're you're an actor. You're, I mean, yes, you have a platform to to do something about, you know, um, your own good uh, or something that you care about. But, you know, they're going to kick you off. <laughs> you don't, you only have so much time on stage. It's not just that. It's just... It, it, it something comes off as a little hypocritical. Mm -hmm. uh, like celebrities will talk about a certain cause or or strong uh, uh, belief that they have in something. And really, I, mean, I think only a handful of actors that I've heard that actually kind of like walk the walk. Um, mm -hmm. The uh, one like, like Oprah I, saying whatever she wants to say. I mean, I, I'm all for it because she is making yeah. a big impact in the world. Exactly. I mean, exactly. if, if you're an actor... Go out and do more, you know, like yes. um, Joaquin Phoenix. He actually goes on like these these really um, crazy marches with a lot of yeah. people through L.A. and making a big statement. Some of these other people, all they're doing is just, you know, just saying well, it, but they're not doing anything about it. Well, I think the one that, that, that kind of gets a lot of like attention is uh, Leonardo Di DiCaprio. He come, he's very vocal about the environment. Uh, yeah, like, I'm not okay it. with him saying it because he actually drives a Prius around when he's not driving his uh, toy, he, like Lamborghinis and stuff. Yeah, so, but yeah. he's also, but he has also had scripts flown to him via private jet. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like the like those weird things, or uh, um, what's I forget which which uh, Kardashian it was, uh, but they posted about uh, the the wildfires in Australia. And then, literally within a couple hours, the next, the very next post um, was oh, sorry, the first post was about the wildfires and all the loss of animals because of the fires. And her very next post was about her new line of mink slippers, real fur. <laughs> and she got called out for being hypocritical there, and she ended up donating, I think, a million dollars to the wildlife. Don't quote yeah, me on the amount. It's all marketing. It's all marketing. Uh, <laughs> Either way, though, it just it, it's yeah. funny, and I, I love that Ricky Gervais said this. And I mean, coming back to him, it's uh, it's funny the reaction. Uh, I, I think the vast majority of people loved it and agreed with him, but there was that subset of people that like were either outraged at him, mm -hmm. telling him to go back to where he came from, and then <laughs> there was the other people that were just purely in denial that were t were saying, "Oh, he's being sarcastic." I'm like. No, that's not Ricky Gervais is not sarcastic. He's very blunt, and that's where his comedy is. Yeah, yeah. So I, he's okay I, with people beating him up for what he said, but yeah, you know, he, no one else is gonna say it. So <laughs> no, you know? his his strategy is very. I'm making. A, I'm gonna say what I have to say, and then the comedy comes from the reaction. Yeah, 
it does. Yeah, so, it's funny how how uncomfortable a lot of the actors and actresses were just sitting there taking it in. Oh, Tom Hanks's reaction was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it became a meme. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna correct myself. Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. says, says what he says, but he throws in a lot of yeah. Okay, just just come up and get, accept your little award, yeah, and then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I feel bad for Tim Cook. Like uh, he's the nicest guy there. <laughs> he's the nicest guy there even on the camera before he even starts uh telling joke that like you could see tim cook like just smiling like, oh my god it, oh, what's going on <laughs> yeah i saw that video that was that was yeah. a little cringy mm-hmm. um yeah I, I i wish i saw the the show live if that was mm-hmm. any indication of what the rest of the globes was like um damn it gervais yeah all right uh, next story here, and this is more of a local news. Uh, Disneyland Resort here in Southern California uh, is giving back to SoCal. Well, not giving back, but giving SoCal residents uh, a nice little special. Uh, they're giving, uh, they're reducing their prices uh, for a limited time for the sixty-seven dollars, sixty-seven dollars a day for single park, <laughs> uh, single park tickets if you buy three-day pack. Mm-hmm. So three day tickets, three day one sing, uh, single park ticket, um, which you can use for either park, either DCA or Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, not bad. I mean, that's like what, like forty percent off. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you get the pass, well, SoCal Pass, I think is I don't know, at the top of my head. I think it's five hundred, six hundred now. Uh, yeah, because I mean, if you're already paying so much already, I, I'd rather just, you know, put in a little bit more and okay, so $67, that's without tax yet, times yeah. three. Let's just say 200. Uh, times uh, 7.5% or 8.5%. Just, 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 just put it at 9, worst case scenario, 9%. 9, 9%. That's $219. And if the um, the lowest pass is about... Say 600 Six hundred, yeah, yeah. Uh, so three eighty. So you have to pay an extra three eighty. Yeah, I think you're right. That I mean, yeah. really, really, that's like the down payment of the 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 SoCal Pass yeah. because the the down payment is, um, at least the price of one ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long and as you go like ten times, dude, you already made your money back. Still, so many blackout dates. Um, mm-hmm. But well, no, good point though. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still wouldn't consider SoCal Pass. I, I'd still go at least to the second from the top, mm-hmm. at least get the free parking. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, that's all we had for news. Uh, are you ready to get into our best of 2019? Yes. Let's go ahead and get into the best of 2019. Right. I've been waiting for this one since uh since our break. I've been working I've been tooling around with the categories and okay. my uh, selection. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Anton. Uh let's start with the big ones here. Uh top three movies. Do you want to go first or should I? Uh you wanna go all three or do you wanna go one, one, let's, one, one? Back and forth. Uh, I I'll go from you know what? You start off, but start off at your number three. Okay. So we'll seesaw it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> I saw it. Right, so <laughs> All right, so my number 3 movie 
2019, I would have to say is Uncut Gems. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That is a Netflix exclu- original, right? Uh, or is that theater? Is that theatrical release? I think it's a theatrical release, but I think uh, one of the streaming services took it. Uh, let me double check real quick. Because um, I know that one, I, I, it was very limited release. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so I think it was mainly released in some uh, major markets for uh, award consideration. Yes. Netflix internationally, though. Like, if okay. you're in a different country, you can watch this movie on Netflix. But if you're in the States, you have to watch this movie uh, in the movie theaters. Yeah. Yep. And again, uh, that's probably for theatrical. Uh, that's probably for award reasons, which is mm-hmm. working. I've heard a lot of buzz around the, uh, uh, around Adam Sandler and his performance in that movie. Yeah, dude, this movie is so freaking good. Like, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, uh, I guess I'm going to do a review uh, on this real quick because it's fairly new. All right. All right. Um, yeah, dude, this movie is at the edge of your seat the whole entire time. Imagine this. You're, you're putting a bet in vegas Mm -hmm. and every time you put a bet in vegas i don't know if you ever did um you're you lose it it, right like you have that really big gut feeling that you know you're like i know i'm gonna lose it it's so risky but it's okay because i mean it's for it's for fun like 20 bucks you know that's fine 20 bucks that's fine that's it that's true. You're done. Yeah, you, you, you don't. You don't play anymore. That, that's true. You you go in with the mentality is with ninety nine percent of the chance I'm gonna lose this money and walk away with nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So imagine uh, watching a movie and you know he's putting in a bet. Let's say his bet is like twenty bucks. He okay. takes the twenty bucks. Uh, he puts it in, and then uh, he takes something else from somewhere and he puts it in. And he takes something else from somewhere and he puts it in. And, it, you know, all this depth is, like, going on and on and on and on throughout the whole entire movie. And you're like, oh, my God, this is getting so bad. When is it going to end? When is it going to stop? I mean... He keeps he, doubling down? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you're... Throughout the whole entire movie, like, you're biting your nails. Like, that's how, like, agitated you are watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a really different role for Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Wholly different role. Because he's... Well, I mean, you're you're probably so used to watching him uh, do comedy because that's all he's ever done besides like Click. Oh God, oh, such sorry. a bad movie. Uh, is it wasn't that Christopher Walken cameo in that one too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Um, yeah, I've I've the vast majority of what I heard for Adam Sandler's performance one is that it, it's he does a great job. Uh, yeah, but there are a few people I've heard that say they can't get past it being Adam Sandler. Like he can be mm-hmm. yelling and cursing, but to them it still comes off as Adam Sandler being. Adam okay, Sandler. there's a good reason for that, and I'll tell you why. Um, I don't know if you heard about you know how this movie came out to be. Mm-mm. Okay, so uh, ten years ago, the Safdie brothers. These are two guys straight from college, um, and they wrote this movie. They wrote this script, and uh, they had. Adam Sandler in mind mm-hmm. because they 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 like that uh, crazy side of Adam Sandler where he's yelling all the time, you know. Yeah. So when they wrote the script, they had him in mind the whole entire time. So when they finished the script, they sent it to his um to his manager. Mm-hmm. But his manager is like, "This is such a serious film. Adam's never going to do that." So he tosses it. 
Wait, wait. So, so Adam Sandler got the got the part because they saw, uh, uh, uh Happy Gilmore, and he was yelling <laughs> at the ball, "Go in your home. Are you too good for your own home?" <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's not the only movie. It's a bunch of. Movies I know. I know. Together. That's all his movies. <laughs> what are you talking funny. about? Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so first, uh, first time they sent it over, got scrapped, uh, from the manager, never even made it to, uh, Adam. And then, uh, five years later, they're like, you know what? We'll try it again. They sent it again. Uh, the guy, the manager got it again. He's like, there's no way they're going to do this. So he just tosses it somewhere. And then a couple years later, uh, same thing again, these guys are like, you know, I'm, we're going to try it again. So they sent it in to him, and this time it did get to him. Mm-hmm. But then he looked at it. He's like, "Man, this looks too serious." Nah. He's all, so he "This is it, stupid. Why didn't my manager catch this one? This is dumb." Yeah, he's like, "Wow, <laughs> this is really good, but this is dumb." And so he puts it, you know, somewhere. And then uh, he watches "Good Times," which is a movie by Safdie Brothers. It stars uh, Robert Pattinson. Okay. Uh, and he's like, "Wow, this is a really good movie." Wait, these guys wrote this script. So then he starts reading it, and he's like. And these guys wrote it for me. Like this character is like you know a part of uh, um, how I structure when I talk. You know, so then mm-hmm. he's like, you know, what? I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'll do it. So then the, that's how this movie came together. So it never really meant to be um, made. Now it was supposed to be made ten years ago. So it was it was a tailored suit for Adam Sandler, and he refused to try it on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this part was made for him. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's why good. people, a lot of people, saw this that way. Well, I mean, I, I, I think I'm gonna be one of those people that can't can't get away from Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler, but I I can't ignore the reviews. So mm-hmm. uh, hey, it's got it. fresh tomatoes still, so it's way up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, mine number three. Uh. I don't know if you'll be surprised or if you'll be expecting this one. Uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Um, it's it really? had a, it had a lot <laughs> of negative feedback from mm-hmm. the raging nerds. Which ooh, big surprise! <laughs> uh, but personally, like I had a really good experience watching this movie. Um, I got the feels at different parts. Um, a few jaw dropping moments. Uh, by the way, I, I really wish that they gave, um, oh my God, I'm, play, I'm blanking on her name now. Uh, Fel- uh, the girl played Felicity, something Russell, Russell, uh, Carrie Russell, oh, oh, Carrie, Carrie Russell. Russell. Yeah. I really wish they gave Carrie Russell a better, a better part. Um, or at least let her take off the helmet. Cause damn it. She was, she was funny and badass all in once without even, Hey, maybe there's going to be a spinoff. I don't know. I really hope they're trying they're, they're going to do a, a solo movie with her. Um, mm-hmm. at least, at least a kind of a cameo on the show because it's it's a really intriguing character, and they reference so many so many things in the in the past that uh, might make good storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, I thought it was a good dovetail for the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because some of the things I saw people raging about, it's referenced in previous movies. Uh, mm-hmm. even as much as uh, the stuff about like, oh, how like how did uh, what's it called? um oh stuff about fuel when did fuel become a thing in star wars i'm like it's been a thing like there's been, yeah, it's been a thing it, yeah they reference in almost everything um yeah <laughs> yeah like it's it's dumb coaxial. Things that, like they need coaxial 
But like it, it's dumb things that like I I I probably wouldn't have thought about if I didn't rewatch the movies. But because they were so fresh in my mind, I was able to like, oh crap, yeah, that is a throwback, or oh, that's a reference to this. Um, and I I know we'll go further into it in in our streaming part later, but I. I, I thought it was a good a good tie up to this part um to the saga and I can't wait for the individual movies that are coming for coming out of the Star Wars world okay Star Wars Galaxy coming forward mm-hmm. I, I I do have some things to say about it but I'll wait until the very end okay mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so what's your number two uh my number two is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I I really thought that was gonna be your number one. <laughs> Uh, the reason why I say that is because I, I, I really enjoy this movie. Um, it was really fun. You're 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 going through the movies. You <clears throat> you don't know what the movie's gonna be about. I mean, you have a fair clue of when it takes place and where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the conversations that are in this movie is what really makes a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Um, and I had a joy of watching every single scene because. Uh, You've seen the movie, right? No, I still haven't. Okay. Um, but but <laughs> it, it's funny because for the longest time, there was no real idea what the story was going to be other than a, a, a general idea what decade it took place in and uh, it being about Hollywood until they start mentioning names of characters. Yeah. And then you can kind of piece together what the story is going to be. Yeah, here's the interesting thing that you probably, um, yeah, swift right past it. Uh, you probably didn't notice it. But uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, this movie uh, had a script and it leaked. So they had to burn the whole entire script. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do what they had in the original script. So this mm-hmm. new script is a totally different vibe. So I, I can only imagine what... What I mean, it's out there on the internet. You can read the whole entire script of what they leaked, but uh, um, I, I didn't read it, so I, I don't know how different it is to what they had in the final film. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, the conversations that they have with all the different characters in in this movie, everyone is so rich in their character. Like the way that there's this little girl in the movie. And when Leonardo Di- uh, DiCaprio um, has conversations with her, it's so genuine and it's so oh, I've heard about that. smart, you know, yeah, like I, I, I heard about that. Some of some of her reactions are uh, some of his reactions to her are genuine. Yeah. It's like, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. A, a big shocker, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I did hear about that scene or those scenes mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think the only thing that kept me away from that is uh the i heard it's very slow pace mm-hmm. and i i can withstand long movies in uh in the theater i mean star wars but mm-hmm. there's so much action so much going on that it really doesn't feel like three hours sometimes mm-hmm. it does but the yes. majority of times it doesn't sure. uh mm-hmm. but a tarantino movie tarantino movie for three hours that's been that's known to be slow pace yeah i don't know if i can i can tolerate it uh, that's true uh I can only imagine when the four-hour movie cut is going to be released. I don't know how you would feel about that because that's coming out very soon. Director's uh, cut. Yeah, director's cut four hours long. Mm-hmm. All I'll right. watch it in so, bits. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your... Uh, oh, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Okay. Um, 
this other long movie. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. So what's your second? Uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm. Mm, uh, mm, similar mm. to, I mean, this is really the end of uh, 2019 was the end of major stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Skywalker, the, the, the Skywalker saga, um, now Avengers Endgame with a great climatic end to a decade's worth of, uh, movies that built up to this, to this conclusion. Um, and you know, the 2019 had like what Game of Thrones ending too. It's, it's a, a sad year, but also a great year. And mm. Uh, I the last scene of Avengers Endgame, the the fight, the I am Iron Man, everything just kind of. Uh. There's a lot of fan service. <laughs> both of these are movie. both of these are a lot of fan service, but I mm-hmm. have nothing against fan service as long mm-hmm. as it doesn't slow down the story. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom. All right, so my number one movie number of one. 2019 is Parasite. Oh, this movie is so damn good. It deserves to be the best movie of 2019. And the reason why is, like I said in, in my number two movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is it has really good conversations. And not only that, it keeps you at the edge of your seat the whole entire time. You don't know where it's going to lead you. And there's so many twists and turns throughout the whole entire movie. It keeps the movie fresh every single time it introduces something new. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, when you thought you knew what's wh- where the movie's going, it's not. It's really not. And that's why I think this movie is so good. It's because it's got everything that you want in a movie. Mm-hmm. And it's very rare to have something like that. I mean, in, in the 90s, we got some really good films. In the early 2000s, we got really good films. Uh, in the late 2000s was kind of iffy with a lot of the films that I've seen. Um, but I, f- I have a feeling that, you know, it's starting to get back into that groove where we're getting some really good movies now. Yeah. Uh, I, again, my first two movies have been very uh, CGI heavy, very mm-hmm. um, as uh, uh, Scorsese said, they're a park, a theme park movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're seeing more and more of uh, you know cinematically classic movies um, yeah. that you know you can you you don't need a big budget. You just have a camera and really good actors behind uh, in front of it mm-hmm. um, with a great director behind it and make some great movies. Yeah, uh, but I think that but I think that goes back to streaming services being able to give a platform to these small studios or small directors. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I I really appreciate a lot of the movies that have a lot of um, depth to it, where it has a lot of meaning. Uh, Like like when you watch a movie and then you have conversations afterwards with, you know, whoever you're watching the movie with, um, and you constantly have these thoughts and you keep going back to the movie. Like, you know, you talk about it for days. Yeah. Uh, it's really rare to find that pause there um yeah i I still have to like tell uh, you reminded me i still have to tell my girlfriend when we're walking out of the theater um Mm -hmm. to not talk yeah to not talk about spoilers on the way out 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I just I just remember that when I when I saw Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Oh my God, can you believe?" I'm like, no, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, funny. Uh, like, um, I, for me, whenever I uh, go see a movie with uh, Julie, mm-hmm. uh, after the movies, when we walk out of the theater, I'm like, oh, "There's so much is going through my mind right now. I want to talk about it, but I have to wait until you go to the bathroom." And then we have to walk out to the parking lot, get into the car and go, <gasps> you know, yeah, and then start saying whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number one, uh, and I think it's going to be a lot of the similar, similar points that we were saying right now, mm-hmm. uh, is a big screw you to Disney because the first two were Disney related, but this is mm-hmm. DC uh, Joker. Ooh, uh, okay. Walking Phoenix gave an unbelievable solo performance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a solid story that still leaves room for interpretation, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of symbolism in the movie. Uh, a lot of it is blatantly over the top, obvious, but mm-hmm. there's still enough in it that you can kind of analyze it. And uh, Joker also gets a lot of points for it being um, a real surprise. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think anybody expected DC to uh, bust out this type of movie. Um, mm-hmm. DC's been really uh, consistent with making cheesy CGI heavy mm-hmm. bad story movies. So, props to Walking Phoenix and the Joker. Yeah, great job, DC. Letting Todd Phillips do this is—I uh, think that was such a bold move and yeah. such the best move ever. DC, great job. Uh, I really hope that D- that that DC does not pursue the sequel. Uh, a lot of rumors saying that Todd Phillips is considering making the second sequel. Doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. You're right. And but yeah. then that's why I want to. But right now it's a big mm-hmm. money grab. I mean, I'll, uh, I'm okay it being a sequel if it follow, follows up with someone else feeding off of the, the, the Joker vibe. And let's say Jared Leto, Jared Leto's character was revolving around the original Joker. That would mm-hmm. be really cool. Yeah. That's something that I would like to have so then they can keep everything in the same storyline. Yeah, but that's just mm. my thoughts. Uh, I just think it's too strengthful on Joaquin Phoenix in that one. I mean, it was yeah. an, it was it was a lot for him. He, he even said that he was starting to go a little bit crazy just on the diet that he had to go through and the and the the physical stress he put on his body added mm-hmm. to his little bit of cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Talk. So uh, for my um, dark horses or honorable mention, yeah, either one. Yeah, honorable mentions. I have two movies, okay. and I'll just say straight on. Go on. Uh, it's uh, Joker okay. and Avengers. So it's on your list. Uh, this is a really random one that I mm-hmm. forgot about, but then I remembered how much I loved it in the theater um, to the point where my asthma acted up. Well, uh, good, good <laughs> That's boys. That's the first time I ever heard that. Yeah, good boys. Good boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have, have, you <laughs> yeah. Seen, have you seen it yet? No, I have not seen it yet. It's, That's something I want to see. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, it's freaking histor- hysterical. I, I, I really didn't, you know, I really don't think that's kind of my kind of movie that I would like. Um, mm-hmm. I tend to get annoyed by stupid comedy, but this was just the right amount of stupid without it being mm-hmm. cheesy bad. So I, I loved it. And I mean, a bold move getting three young actors given given them that much camera you know wiggle room and that much comedic uh presence on screen 
I think the biggest uh, comedy, well, action comedy movie that I think uh, Julie laughed a lot at was Jumanji. Uh, the 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 sequel? Yeah. I want to see it so bad. That, that's one I wanted to see, but we didn't have time during Christmas time. No. Okay. Yeah. You gotta you gotta catch it before it oh, leaves the, the theater. Well, the the first one was the first one uh, had me cracking up, dude. And I really want to see the second one. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, let's move on to our, our top three TV slash streaming shows. All right. Uh, let's get into top three streaming TV shows. All right. I'll go first on this one. Uh, I'll start my number okay. three. Uh, this is technically counts as a streaming show because it's an it's, it's broken down into episodes, uh, but it's mm-hmm. like a, a mini series or docu series. Uh, don't fuck with cats. <sighs> Love that, dude. It, it's, a, I you know yeah. what it was be. <laughs> it was between this one and my honorable mention, but as I was talking to my girlfriend about it, she's like, "I really liked it, and you liked it enough that you're it." it you're you're flipping between your number three and your in your honorable mention. I just want to point out that true crime is not really your genre, and you binged the crap out of this. I'm like, that's a fair point. It sucked me in, and this is not my genre. I'm like, that that gets extra points. The way that they laid it out, uh, the, telling the, the story. The last yeah. two minutes pisses me off. I think <clears throat> I think I think that's a very cheesy. It was a really cheesy thing to throw in. Um, but the but the rest of the of the series was great. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what uh, it kind of reminds me of when I first watched the catfish documentary. Oh, the first one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. that's just, that's how I felt that, about it. Like throughout the whole entire movie, exactly. I had the same feeling as what I was watching with uh, "Don't Fuck with Cats." But towards the end, it's kind of like you have a little okay. bit of anxiety, like what the fuck is happening? Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, it's like that like the breadcrumbs, like they just keep giving you little bits to like keep mm-hmm. luring you in. Um. Yeah. Yeah, the the ending it reminded me of <laughs> The Simpsons, the episode of Who Shot Mr. Burns, mm-hmm. where they're panning across the 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 characters in Springfield, and finally they uh they land on Doctor Hibbert saying, <laughs> "I I can't I, I can't seem to solve this. Can you?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, dude. that's that that's funny. That's what the ending of this one reminded me of. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just bad. I'm like, they really didn't need that. It's it's so yeah. it's so hack. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because like I mean, they spent so much time of their life, you know, working yeah. on something like this. Could, and where they, did they go from here? Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, s- small spoiler for the people who haven't mm-hmm. seen it, but like they could have honestly ended it with the two main people meeting each other for the first time and left it there. Yeah, I would have been happy just that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The- All right, so. All right, my number three is man. This is really hard. I, I I'm trying to really put it into like a certain you know, uh, but uh, I'm gonna have to say my third one is Terrace House. Oh yeah, you did talk about that one a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah Terrace House is a, a, a really big uh, uh, um, winner for me for uh, the, the third place. Because I never really wanted to watch any of it, I had no interest of watching it. But man, when when you start watching it, it uh, it sucks you in. Yeah, like uh, the people on there are very sincere. Everybody's so nice to each other, and you just want the best for everybody. And the more you watch it, the more you tend to be like, man, am I like that person? And sometimes you can relate and in, in, in stuff like that. So I think that's the reason why you keep watching is because you want 
the best for everybody. Yeah. Uh, some people come there for love. Some people come there to be inspired. Because the people that they put on the show are like uh, um, fresh out of college or in college or doing something that is very impactful and inspires other people. Like there's a man- manga artist in there. There's a uh, so, d- person diff- who's like di- fashion model. Different icons. Yeah. Or people looking up, other people can look up to. Yeah, there's like a, a starting out musicians, comedians. Yeah, uh, like just go to SoundCloud, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's why I like it so much, um, and I'm always looking forward every single week to watching it. So okay, yeah, good. Terrace House is my third one. Uh, I just realized I didn't say what well, don't fuck with cats is. Uh, it's a, a true crime show that they start to examine the uh, investigation that a Facebook group did to uncover. Who was posting videos of themselves killing uh, cats and the, cats and what yeah. what it could lead to? Um, yeah. So yeah, it's documented about the, that Facebook group trying to figure out who it was and uh, the the aftermath. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, mine number two, Anton, and this is one that I cannot wait for season two. Uh, Dickinson on Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about that I, quite a bit. I did. Uh, Haley Steinfeld was amazing. This one. Uh, uh, Wiz Khalifa was uh, b- odd death, uh, <laughs> but it it was a great show. Uh, I usually don't like period mo- uh, period shows or movies, um, but this was done in a way where it's very modern and it kept me engaged. It was funny, uh, it was smart humor, and I, I mean it was it was great enough that on my anniversary trip, my girlfriend. Um, we would go out, come like go out, go out to eat, walk around, explore. Um, any chance we got, we we were both wanted to like finish watching the show. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, good job, so so question. Uh, since it was an Apple TV show, where did you watch it on? Uh, my iPad. iPad. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Cool. All right. So my number two is. The Witcher. Ah, oh, I want to see that Man, one. Man, it is so good. This is this is probably by far one of the best adapted. Did well, you okay, okay, first of all. It's a book, then it's a video game. Yes. Then now it's a TV show. Yeah. Did you play the video game or read the books? I did not do either. How are you with keeping up with the story? The story is actually I, I kept up with story. Quite well. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, I, I played a lot of uh, fantasy games. And, uh, yeah, everything I, I picked up really fast. And uh, plus, Julie is really into uh, these type of uh, shows, too, because she loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's so true. So, she, she picked it up. Uh, I, I really want to get into it, but I've heard it's a lot of... A lot of background they have to get, and it's a, it's a, it's a really different world than if you're not familiar mm-hmm. with it. Okay, you you're, you're gonna fit in just fine. Okay, um, yeah, I love this show, dude. It is so surprisingly it's... good. It, it okay, so you know we were at Comic Con. I was able to get to the panel. Uh-huh. Uh, stuff that I did see there got me really excited for it to be on Netflix and being able to, to watch it. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm my the hype for me is still there. I mean, ever since Comic-Con, I, all mm-hmm. I really saw up until late November about Witcher was Henry Cavill in a, a bathtub. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Like that's like the thing that kept circling around the internet until we finally started yeah. getting trailers or previews of the show. He fanboyed so much uh, playing this role because he changed the way that he speaks in this mm-hmm. movie. I mean, in this show, uh, to sound exactly like Geralt from uh, the 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 video game. Okay, so he tried to match the voice. I wonder if he talked to the voice actor, like work with him. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right, Anton. Uh, my number one. Do you want to guess what it is? Uh, I I don't because I, it might be my number one. It is the <laughs> Mandalorian. Oh, yes, <laughs> on Disney Plus. Yeah, it, it, I binged the crap out of it. Hands down, dude. Hands down, <laughs> the best show of 2019 right now is the Mandalorian. Oh, hands down, it is it, so well written. Uh, the characters are so lovable. Every single character besides the lovable characters is freaking awesome. Um, it's and also the formatting is just great. Like it's mm-hmm. the episodes are long enough that we don't feel like we're cheated on story. I, I thought it was too short, but actually it it, it, it made sense. It's it thirty five. It's thirty five to forty minutes a, a sh- an episode, mm-hmm. and. I like it because it's it's long enough that you don't feel cheated on the story, but mm-hmm. short enough that you don't feel bad when you say, ah, just one more episode. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I, I wish I had that. I, I had to wait every single week because I was so into it. Uh, it. It's just funny seeing the interactions that like the between characters, uh, the between Pedro Pascual's Mando and uh, Gina mm-hmm. Carano's character. Uh, mm-hmm. them fighting and you know the, the, that one scene where they're fighting at the bar practically going to kill each other and then finally they the fighting just stops when they hear and you tr- the pa- <laughs> the camera pans to see the the baby the the what's it called the child I don't call, the child there you go the child mm-hmm. uh sitting there sipping tea going what's up guys no no it's not tea it's bone broth bone broth sorry you're right uh <laughs> sip, sorry i got i got sucked in by the memes uh mm-hmm. sipping bone broth saying sup guys what's going on here <laughs> and then the <laughs> man will just turns to gina cron's character going so you want to get some, some soup? bone broth hey you want some soup <laughs> yeah dude uh john favreau such a great um such a great time I mean, for him to be able to do what he really likes i mean he grew up with this stuff too and uh, to see him bring Marvel uh, onto the big screen and being able to see him uh, with his own vision for Star Wars is crazy, crazy good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't just w- I can't wait until to see what else we're going to get because Dave Filoni is such a, a great director and writer for um, the, the, the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and uh, Rebels. Dude, I would just want him to direct a uh, Star Wars movie. I'm totally down to watch that. John has proved uh, to us that you know he he's able to do that too. Well, I, I think the real the first real movie that I saw and recognized John Favreau's name was um, the first Avengers movie, right? That was him. Yeah the the first Iron Man movie. Oh, uh, first yeah. Iron Man movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because before that, I really didn't know his. Na- I, I I recognized his last name, but. <clears throat> I wouldn't have been able to tell you any movies or shows 
Chef, I, the best movie ever, according no, that, to... No, but that was after. That was after. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, dude. I think the the only real negative that came out of The Mandalorian was the delay in toy release that they missed mm-hmm. the Disney... Which is funny because the, the, um, there's like all these like articles come out. Uh, the Mandalorian is responsible for Disney missing out on potentially millions of dollars in sales. And I'm like, no, they'll get it eventually. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get it all in one big, like, you know, uh, uh, sale before Christmas, but they'll get it. They've gotten in pre-orders already. They're they're fine. Disney's fine. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next category here. Sorry, I, I have to interrupt you there. Oh, it's right, right. Um, no, no, no. Um, it's, um, you know, you, you probably know John Farrow from Friends. I do? Yeah. You watch Friends, right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think through the episodes. He, in, in uh, some of the episodes, he was dating um, Monica. Was it his skinny years? Yeah. Holy crap! You, you should look at the pictures, dude. Uh, I, I'll say, I, I'll I'll message it through here because you got to look at this because it's beyond I th- crazy. I think I know which one you're talking about. Uh, are you sending it through Discord? Or yeah, I'm gonna send you through Discord. You're gonna see it here on the general channel. There we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks like a yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay you're right but things i wouldn't he's he was just like a a a side character he was just you know yeah. mm-hmm. um a throwaway character say uh, yeah no that's that's true but i mean again as a director i wouldn't recognize him no he was also right. in the movie uh swingers i think yeah uh, he, he directed swingers with um uh with vince vaughn and uh mm. Not, not my, I forgot his name. Not my thing. Not my thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Honorable mentions for TV shows. Do you have any? I yes, have I do. Uh, it is uh, not in any order, but I have The Boys. That was my which first is a one. show on Amazon. That was my honorable mention. That was between mm-hmm. that one and Don't Fuck with Cats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don't Fuck with Cats is also one of them. Okay. Uh, and uh, my last one is You, season two. My girlfriend is binging that one. She loves yeah. it. She wants me to check it Man. out, but she knows. You haven't seen the first season yet, right? No, no. Okay. Uh, but she yeah. knows this This isn't my usual genre, so. It's not. She's dude, not it, it, it. It's good. It's it's really good. I've um, seen the memes. <laughs> the the one where it shows the guy looking at his phone and says, if he can, if he can kill people and uh, still text back, you can do better in your relationships. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, ready to move on to our next uh, best award here? Yes. Uh, this is kind of a random one. Best streaming mm-hmm. service. Who did you pick? Wh- which service did you pick? There's so many that came out this year. So many that were already existing. Which one would you? Which one did you like, or w- would you say is the best of 2019? I think uh, Netflix still is on top. I'm gonna say that. And the only reason why is uh, the UI is still good. Uh, you complain about the UI a lot, and I think it's still robust. No, uh, and it's the, the, my only real complaint with the Netflix uh, user interface is the uh, no, 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 no. You were complaining about the CBS, is what I'm trying to refer to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because uh, Netflix is still robust. Yeah, yeah, yeah compared yeah. to that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I still think a lot of the content on there are still pretty solid. Uh, I mean, I, I still use netflix daily um yeah so did that's you, why i think it's the best did you hear that netflix is has uh is testing 
uh, a, a speed um, speed component or speed option. Like you know how you know in podcasts or audiobooks you can speed up to uh, point twenty, uh, you know, like one point two five speed or one one yeah. You can do that on YouTube too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're testing that out and it's pissing off some directors <laughs> and and oh. producers. Yeah. Uh, they're saying well, that's, that's not how- people's choice if they want to do that. It really is, that. and and that's what pisses yeah. me off too. I'm like, I'm sorry, people paid for it. Like, I get it, that's your art, but if that's how people want to consume your art, then let them. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean the motion blur thing makes sense if they're going after that, but uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, for me, I also did not go with one of the new ones. I'm actually going with Hulu, um, mm-hmm. just because that's it. That is one of the places I I tend to be on the most. Uh, Netflix, I will go on to, but I won't really browse Netflix unless I I, I really am desperate for for new content. That's interesting um, because I, I think the only reason why you're on Hulu a lot is because. It's connected to a lot of uh, uh, television channels. Yes, so yeah. you get a, a big variety of stuff that you 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 would want to watch. Yeah, exactly. And for me, for me, who I usually um, uh, see a lot of the TV shows on TV, <laughs> mm. uh, I, I would normally stream it through just the channels. The actual, but show. because actual. Uh, um, you have Hulu, you, you're able to do that. And I think, yeah, that I well, you're it, right. Hulu it gives- is kind of. It gives me a balance of original shows, original document, like mm. original content, but also um, lets me catch up with SNL, lets me kind of see other shows that I probably wouldn't have taken the time to watch on network TV. Uh, but if it's available for me to stream and check out, I will. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, the one draw, oh, sorry. Uh, the ahead. one drawback for me on Hulu is the anime selections. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix yeah. has, I, I, we mentioned it before, Netflix has gone strong with anime. Um, definitely not the best anime streaming service but they're trying to get that anime content out there and signing Mm -hmm. creating originals too Mm -hmm. uh all right uh our next category and i you you know why i created this extra category here uh (laughs) worst streaming service Uh, we already know (laughs) cbs all access Mm -hmm. it's terrible (laughs) all right uh that was a quick one here uh moving (laughs) on to our worst movie of 2019 six underground uh, done six underground oh that's true you couldn't even get through it mm-hmm. uh for me i actually went based more on just what kept me away the most like what what i didn't w- i want to check out and that was cats i mean just from the original trailer that we got it was so creepy um cats i mean i, I get it cats is a major uh play that's gone on for a decades now um or broadway show sorry uh it's you know it had a budget of 95 million um it had big name actors and singers performers (sighs) there really should have been any reason this movie should have been terrible but damn it they found a way Mm -hmm. to it resulting in um i mean it it it, with it in theaters uh, in 3380 theaters all those big names uh of decent budget it only made 25 million domestic internationally 54.9 million and it has a terrible score it it, it's had to get updated versions to theaters um because apparently there's some scenes where like um um what's her name uh judy dench Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh was licking her thing what 
no, no, no. <laughs> that, that, uh, that's what Ricky Gervais was. Oh, oh, oh it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, um, apparently there's the, in the, uh, the original copy that theaters got, uh, you could see her real hand. And then they had to send an update to put in mm-hmm. the correct CGI and some other tweaks. Uh, it it was. It's not going to make the movie any better. <laughs> it it really isn't. But the fact, uh-huh. it's just terrible. Like it, it, they they had all the the name recognition, the 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 major names. It should not have been as big a flop as it was, and it totally was. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even on an airplane would I watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen some terrible movies on airplanes. <laughs> that's true. That's that's very true. All right. Antonio. All right. So besides worst movie. Uh, do we have a worst TV or streaming show? Yeah, um, and this is one similar to what you had for Six Underground. I couldn't even get mm-hmm. get through the first couple of uh, minutes. Uh, C on Apple TV. Oh yeah, I, I skipped it because of what you told me. So it was yeah. just it, it, the premise was just terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> uh, so that's sort of what I, I, I it. The idea looked cool. The 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 show image looked cool, but the execution of it, I no, I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of uh, what's that Will Smith movie that with they do with his son? Um, Pursuit of Happiness. No, no, there's one like it's a it's a sci-fi. So with one his that, son. That, that no, it's a sci-fi one. They landed on Earth. It's in the future. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's it called? It's been couple, oh 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 oh. I, I know what you're talking about. Everything on this uh-huh. planet, everything on this planet has evolved to kill us. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I skipped that movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it kind of reminds me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, that was our recap of 2019. Um, I didn't realize how much came out until I had to put this list together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, breeze on through movies. All right, let's go to movies here, Anton. Yeah, so uh, this week I uh, got this uh, little plaque thing in the mail. Uh, I don't know if you got this too. Oh, uh, Star Wars? Yeah, did you get it? Yeah, yeah, the ticket from uh, yeah. Adam Ticket. It's pretty cool. I know, I like it. Uh, I have not taken the little uh, uh, foggy film off yet. Yeah, I'm thinking about that too. I'm like, uh, should I take it off? I really uh, probably shouldn't. Yeah, I want to keep. I want to keep the protector protected. <laughs> <laughs> um no you're right. i i like it it came out great um mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but i'm glad i have it all right mm-hmm. uh so numbers as of january 8th 2020 uh number one still star wars the rise of skywalker uh total of 460.9 million uh number two little women with 65 million number three jumanji the next wow. level wow i, I was really surprised there i know yeah. <laughs> same thing i was make sure i had the right list pulled up uh number three jumanji the next level with 241.8 million uh number four knives out with 133.1 million and number five i still need to see that i need knives i need to see it too it's such a great cast yeah. uh number five uncut gems with 39.3 million yeah uh yeah no knives out jumanji uh are the two i really been wanting to watch mm-hmm. different genres I can easily watch either one depending on my mood. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Little Women, I, that one surprised me. I honestly didn't even know when it went to theaters, but um, I just started seeing the the promos, uh, pictures of of the 
of mm-hmm. the, the actresses. Yeah. So uh, out of all the other movies that I've seen for the past couple of weeks, besides uh, the last time that we recorded, mm-hmm. was It Man 4, uh, the finale. And uh, are you a big It Man fan? Have you seen any of those movies? No, but I know uh, our, our friend Carlos tried to get me into it, and I, I couldn't get behind it. Dude, the story is really good. Yeah. Um, you got to watch it because it's uh, it, it defines a whole era of um, martial arts movies. And it, it kind of pays a lot of tribute to all of the, the, the kung fu movies that has come out in the past. Is that, and not only, is that one of the franchises that Donnie Yang has been part of? Yeah. Okay. From start to finish. Okay. And it, uh, it really pays tribute to um, Bruce Lee's master. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that, that's what the whole story is about. Um, his childhood uh, all the way, well, not his childhood, but um, his adulthood where he became a father and how he made an impact, big impact so, to his community. So IP man stands for intellectual property man for? <laughs> that's what I originally thought, dude. <laughs> um, but no, that's, uh, that, that's his uh, name. That's his uh, real name. Um, so the first one was basically uh, what he did in his hometown that made a really big impact. Um, and then the second one was, um, you know, the Japanese people started taking over his town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third one is where he had to uh, flee to Hong Kong. Uh, and then this fourth one is where he goes to San Francisco to look for a school for his son. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, he... Uh, met up with uh, his student, which is Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to see Bruce Lee in this fourth one. Um, and I think it's leading up to the future series with um, the same director, uh, but they're going to be focusing on Bruce Lee's story. Mm-hmm. So kind of excited to see that because the action is really good. Mm-hmm. The choreography is amazing. Um, and... Uh, yeah, um, it, this is a really, like, similar to Star Wars um, Rise of the Resistance, this is a really good ending to his story. Very good ending. Um, it, it's kind of emotional, this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I, I thought it was really worth it to go watch this movie because my cousin was like, um, hey, is this movie playing around here? And I looked on my phone. It's actually not playing at any of the movie theaters around my area. The closest theater that had this movie was either in Atlanta mm-hmm. or Miami. So, so long drives either direction. Yeah, long drives either direction. Mm. Two and a half hours down south or five and a half hours north. We chose two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> so we did a small road trip uh, at uh, uh, 11 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, actually, we start at 12. So we got there right around 3. No, no, we didn't even get there at 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we start at 2. And the movie showing was at 5.30. We got there right on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie, dude, uh, that long drive. Um, if people had to ask me if it was worth it, totally worth it. Hmm. And I, I think you should invest your time in, to watching this series with uh, your girlfriend. I think uh, you guys would have a lot to say about this, mo- uh, this movie because the storyline 
really has a lot of historical things in there mm-hmm. that make you go, wow, this actually happened. And it's true that a lot of these things did happen. Mm. So it's kind of cool to see that. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I think when I first heard of it, it was it, it just sounded like over the top cheesy. But as it more, I, the more I heard about them, I'm like, oh, okay, there's more to it than I than I thought it would have been. Yeah, I was just making assumptions. Oh, uh, one really okay. So, you know, sometimes when when you watch movies, and uh, especially low budget movies, yeah, like they have a really good actor mm-hmm. in there because they paid good money for that one. Mm-hmm. But then they also have like extras, right? And sometimes they throw those extras uh, a bone, and it's either they nail it or they don't. Oh crap! This movie, like uh, these movies, like the Ip Man movies, when they have like you know uh, these uh, extras, uh-huh. it's so bad. It's but crazy. I mean, Would you the l- other parts of the movie makes up for it. <laughs> Hello, sir. Yeah. Here is your water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That, that that's basically how how you would feel uh, throughout this uh oh god uh, this entire series but i mean they're just trying to tell you the story so i mean they don't really want that to hold back yeah the whole movie experience yeah but uh yeah they, they, I, I just want to warn you first so when you watch it don't feel weirded they, out because i felt weirded out they made their creative choice <laughs> yeah all right mm-hmm. so what would you what would you give it men for uh I mean, it's a good way to uh, end it. I'm gonna give it a uh, 3.8. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, it's it's a fun movie to watch and enjoyable. Um, almost had some tears there, but I held it back. Tear jerking. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. uh, I, I almost forgot about this. Uh, really quickly before we go into, go into Star Wars, uh, top 10 grossing movies of 2019. Uh, we posted this on our uh, social media at the TOC Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, number 10, uh, It Chapter 2, uh, 211 million point six, uh, or 211.6 million. Number 9, Joker with 333.5 million. Number 8, Aladdin, the live action movie, 355.6 million. Number 7, Spider Man Far From Home with 390.5 million. Number 6, at the time, uh, Star Wars, uh, The Rise of Skywalker with 390.6 million. Number five, Captain Marvel with 426.8 million. Number four, Frozen 2 with 430 million. Uh, number three, Toy Story 4 with 434 million. Number two, The Lion King live action, which screwed me over on the movie draft with 543.6 million. And number <laughs> one, Avengers Endgame uh, with 858.4 million, making. <laughs> Almost three hundred million dollars more than number two. Mm-hmm. That is crazy, dude. That's a hell of a movie year. All right, yeah, on. this so year is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of crazy movie years, Rise of Skywalker. I gave my thoughts earlier when going through our top three movies of the year. What are your thoughts on it? Okay, so uh, I'm gonna start with you know the positive stuff. Uh, Build. I, I I love the movie. I, I, I really, really thought that, you know, it, it's a good ending. Um, the reason why I think it's a good ending is because they they tried to answer a lot of the, the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a good send off to a lot of the characters that we uh, fell in love with. And uh, this is kind of like a, a good way of saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I felt like a lot of that had to do with where this movie has uh, a bit of a fallout for me. Um, even though I loved the movie, I felt like there was so much more that is missing. Like I felt like there was a, a big chunk that could have made it so much more and way beyond. Um, because now looking back uh, at, at the movie and learning more things about it since watching the movie mm -hmm. is that um, Rose Tico, I felt like yeah. a lot of her story has been cut out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I felt that too. And I noticed that when she would appear on screen, but never really made a story for her. Um, yeah. She was always in the background. She would pop up, say something, and then kind of go into the background and start grabbing boxes. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> what I heard before was that, you know, she made a really big impact in this role for this movie. But um, she basically had to interact with um, Leia the whole time on, on the base. Mm -hmm. And the thing with that was they didn't have enough footage to compensate for that mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of the shots that they had even when we were watching the movie felt like um it wasn't enough clips and they kept reusing some of the clips from you know other things mm -hmm. um and the original cut that they had uh they had to cut down that half an hour of all that weird uh weird stuff that happens between rose and and uh, um leia mm -hmm. um I felt like if they did have something in there, I think uh, it would have been a better send off to Leia. Right. Not saying that, you know, it's bad the way it is now. Um, but yeah, I felt like that that needed to be addressed. And another thing about this movie that I felt um, weirded out was where a lot of the things that we thought we didn't know mm -hmm. um, that were being answered. They were being twisted into like saying like, hey, here's the answer, you know, like, here's what you always wanted to know. Here you go. But it's not like uh, it's not satisfying. Uh, like Ray's parents, you know, like uh, I, I felt like that was a little forced in a way because, uh, you know, the they didn't have an outline to where they want each character to be at in the third movie. Uh, I felt like Ryan Johnson did a really good, great job. I still think, no matter what people say about it, I still think that's one of my favorite ones. Mm -hmm. um, but I think his story yeah. kind of messed up everything for JJ because he he introduced a bunch of stuff that it's like, oh wow, this is cool. I'm so excited to see uh, Knights of Ren, but you didn't see it in the second movie. And then the third movie rolls around. They're like, uh, what do we do with Knights of Ren? Uh, we're going to make it awkward by having this really lame fight at the very end. I mean, yeah. Spoiler they, alert. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> we, we needed to say that. Uh, spoiler yeah. for this movie. Yeah, it's been out for weeks now. Uh, if you haven't seen mm -hmm. it, then yeah, fair warning. Um, the Knights mm -hmm. of Ren, I agree with. Uh, that was, it felt very weird him having a very uh, gothy entourage. <laughs> like all yeah. of a sudden. Um but like I wanted to see like the Knights that, of Ren do something crazy, you know, like like they're badasses. Make yeah. them badasses. Yeah, but the the Carrie Fisher stuff, the Leia stuff, I they scrambled. They they really wanted to mm -hmm. film uh the the overarching story uh a certain way, and because of her untimely death, uh 
they they couldn't achieve it and and they scrambled mm-hmm. that's what we heard a lot of after her death was um she was going to play a major part in the last movie but they hadn't filled all her scenes yet and they had to do some major rewrites um to not only fix the story however they can but also try to use the existing footage they did have of her um in a way that you know it, it, it's a proper send-off for her yeah um there are some scenes that are bad cgi and some scenes that are clearly not the back of her head um mm-hmm. but I, I i went into her knowing they they had to do what they could um and the point where even her daughter um stood in for her in some scenes yeah i, I know that she played the younger version of leia mm-hmm. um, when luke and leia had that uh, uh small scene where they were training yeah that that was also something that I felt was a little forced too. I mean, if if they if yeah they show the, it to us, I want to see more of an extent to you know what the training was like before getting to that part where I was like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, yeah, that one like it, like yeah, it, it was. I like the scene, but from a story story angle, it did feel very. Oh, by the way, here's what you missed. Okay, back into the yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I felt like uh, they were trying to do some fan service, but it felt like it was a little forced. Not even fan service, and but like, just like this is what happened after Return of the Jedi, which we never mentioned to you or or, or even hinted at before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the something I learned afterwards uh, while Googling the golden lightsaber uh, was that apparently the colors of the lightsaber actually represent the style of the Jedi. And uh blue is for the jedi that uh use the force for uh battle for that they use the the force as as a form of of martial art or uh as a weapon of sort um the green when they first get the uh when they first get the kyber crystal it's like colorless or something and then uh whatever uh you your powers are it it turns into that color and that's the permanent color for that kyber crystal it reflects it um yeah yeah, the green one is for uh the jedi that focus more on the knowledge of the force the the Mm -hmm. the 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 more astute uh, jedi um the gold oh pausing there but that i mean it it made sense that leia's lightsaber was the green one she was not a Mm -hmm. fighter she was very tactical she was very uh you know she she chose she chose her moves carefully luke was definitely a fighter he couldn't wait to get out there so it made sense that his lightsaber was blue uh the gold lightsaber apparently is for the jedi that land somewhere in the middle they're not really they're not really honing their battle skills they're not really doing steady but they do defend the jedi order they're called sentinels mm-hmm. and uh i felt that that was very appropriate for 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 ray to get to get a gold lightsaber because she is protecting the jedi way yeah and keeping it alive and keeping the knowledge alive. So I, I, I was like, that's cool. Apparently it's been referenced in other shows, but I never knew that. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I think... Dude, I, I've been catching up a lot on uh, uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. And uh, dude, the stuff that are in these um, in-betweens. It's, it's some great and then battles. when you watch the movies... Huh? What's that? It's some great battles and some great like chemistry between char- not chemistry, but a great uh um 
how can I put it? Uh, exchanges between characters. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, I, I really like, this is the thing I like about, you know, watching everything and absorbing as much as you can. Because um, when I was watching this, this guy, uh, he was talking about the smuggler's run at the uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, at Star Wars Galaxy, smuggler's run, they created this character named Hondo uh, just for this ride. And then I'm like thinking in my head. No, they didn't. So I scrolled down to the comment section and everyone's like, he's in Clone Wars. He's in Clone Wars. Watch Clone Wars. Oh, my God. <laughs> what kind of Star Wars fan are you? Like, it's like stuff like that that I'm kind of like, is, oh, that's. Which is funny because that's easily a Google search away. You can probably type that in. And it's not like it's a common mm. uh, a common word or name that can be used for other yeah. things. You just type in Star Wars Hondo and boom. Yeah. So uh, another thing is when you watch uh, stuff like uh, The Mandalorian, at, at the very last scene of the, or almost at the last scene of uh, the series, uh, spoiler alert, uh, yeah. um, the Black Saber, yeah. you know, when you watch uh, Clone Wars, you know where that Black Saber came from. Uh, so seeing that and knowing that is kind of like mind blowing. Um mm-hmm. And, and and it's not being told in any of the movies. So if you don't watch Clone Wars, you're missing out on knowing what the whole story is about. Um, but stuff like that, I, I I'm starting to appreciate a lot more. It's like very rewarding when you're putting so much work into watching a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's so cool to to see. Yeah. So yeah, overall, uh, Star Wars: um, Rise of Skywalker. If I had to give it a score, uh, I mean, it's a good way to end the the series. I just hope that you know, future installments would be something that is um, rewarding to uh, some of the unanswered things that we still have uh, for this last movie. Um, I would have to give it because uh, I'm still a Star Wars fan. I'm going to give it a higher score, uh, 3.9. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go drastically higher than you. I'm going to go with a Um, 4.7. And that's me. That's me. That's really high, dude. That's really high. This is uh, this is not the worst Star Wars movie. (laughs) It's not. It's It's not. not. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And again, most of the criticism I've heard is either understandable, like I guess I like the whole uh carrie fisher stuff um or it's oh one more thing one more thing that carrie fisher lightsaber i think it's just put in there because they want to sell more merchandise disney no that's silly (laughs) um yeah although no i think the ray one is uh if you notice that the staff was the, the 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 lightsaber was made out of her staff or materials very similar to her staff um also, one thing I noticed, and uh, the, I didn't, I didn't realize until afterwards. Um, you know how her, her her Sith version has a double-edged lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, how funny is it that she always carried around a staff which is about the same length, and it's almost like even though her Sith side wasn't out, she felt comfortable with something of that proportion. Yeah, it was always her weapon of choice. No, no, but I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, no. But I'm saying though, like the, like the, you know, replace her staff with a double-edged lightsaber, and it's the same size, uh, not about weight, Mm -hmm. but balance Mm -hmm. to it. 
Um, even though mm-hmm. she's not Sith, she still ended up with a weapon similar to the size of it, mm-hmm. and uses mm-hmm. and uses mm-hmm. it similarly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something I noticed there. All right, Anton. Uh, it's been a long episode, but it's been a long time since we've talked, so it's mm-hmm. uh, it's good to catch up. And if people want to mm-hmm. continue catching up with us, how can they support us? Uh, they can support us by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and uh, maybe go to our store and buy some, uh, buy some merch. Uh, we got some stickers. We got that hat right there. Uh, we got t-shirts. And uh, if there was something that we talked on the show, uh, there would be a link in uh, our Twitter feed or Instagram feed. And uh, anything that would take them to Amazon would give us a little kickback. So that's always a good thing for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow us on social media at the 2OC uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I can also send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Uh, to give us a five-star thumbs up, whatever the rating system is on the podcast or app you're listening to us on. Preferably, you give us a five-star on uh, app, uh, Apple Podcast. I can't remember what it's called now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably should know what the news off the top of my head, but it's been such a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your turn. So this, ep- <laughs> <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by Audible. Uh, today's, bu- uh, sorry, I'm totally, it's, it's, what time is it right now? Oh my gosh. 2.16. All right. So today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook and download 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Uh, a book that I recommend is uh, Off to Be a Wizard. It's uh, kind of a very geeky um, uh, book about a uh, computer programmer who stumbles upon this uh, really interesting program, and with this very interesting program, you're able to configure some of the options on there to control your life. So if you're able to change the hue of your uh, room, you can do it with this app. Uh, it's kind of like a terminal. You type in some programming things in there and things will change. So if you want to float, you just type in uh, some programming stuff and you start floating. And if you want to go back in time, you just type in go back in time. Yeah. And then you, yeah, some very interesting stuff. So you should <gasps> check it out. Off to be a wizard. But you just created a vicious loop. You you, you have to you have to get parameters. You can't just say back in time. You say back in time, two minute, repeat once. Well, <laughs> there's some very complicated stuff there that okay. you know people need more context. Okay, so, it's a, it's yeah. like being careful what you wish for. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, uh, I actually have two recommendations. Uh, the first being The Witcher, because uh, I'll probably end up reading that book too, even though you say I don't need to. Um, yes. And the other one is uh, a book that I recommend to our listener, Lupe, just the other day uh, called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, that is an audible book that I loved because the author mm-hmm. gives it, keeps a casual tone, but at the same time, you know, delivering the message of the book in a good way. Uh, so mm-hmm. a really good book. I I went into it more thinking it's a comedy, but it's really good. I would think common sense advice. <laughs> cool. All right, Anton. Cool. Uh, I think that's it, right? Yep, that's it. Let's wrap up. All right. For the two OC, I'm Alan Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. See Did you I, guys. See you guys. Did I forget anything? That feels weird. 
Yeah. <laughs>